0: Welcome to Busy Gamer Nation! Sword & Board was a Kickstarter game that our son tried and became very interested in. Don't worry, it's been fully funded, so you only pay for it if you want to get it when it's released later this year. The game's developer was at PAX Prime 2013 and agreed to chat with us about his inspiration, and creative process. I'm Robert BC, I'm an independent game developer and I'm working on Sword and Board. So describe your game for us. So it's a top down adventure game. It's gonna be super puzzle oriented. It's kind of retro inspired from like Legend of Zelda or like Adventure or other games are kind of more top down oriented. It's kind of a game that I based on my childhood. So you play as Sid and he is a kid that goes on adventure for his lost video game console and he straps on his plastic knight's helmet and makes the cardboard sword and shield and goes and yeah, searches right. for it. So autobiographical or? <laughs> Pretty much. When I was about eight years old, my parents split up and so I ended up having to live without power for three years and I was already really addicted to video games because I got my first Nintendo when I was like four. So I kind of had to make my own fun and my dad was a glass worker so he would bring me these huge boxes and make me a little cardboard forts out of it and stuff like that. And I would basically make myself a cardboard sword and shield and kind of go and reenact Zelda in my backyard. So that was kind of where it came from. I was trying to come up with an idea, like, for a story for the game, and I was like, well, I'll just use this, and then it kind of became like a super personal project. It was a game that I wanted to do that was going to be really puzzle-oriented. I had an idea for a 2D puzzle platform game, and... I had a programmer at the time and then he kind of ended up leaving so I had to figure out a way that I could do it on my own without a lot of programming knowledge. So I still wanted to keep it really puzzle oriented so that's why the item combinations and stuff or the way it is is kind of a lot different than The Legend of Zelda does it. I kind of wanted to make it a lot different in that way so it would stand on its own mechanic-wise and be a lot more kind of complicated with puzzles. It wasn't just like push a block here and there or light a torch and then the door will open. It's a lot more puzzle-oriented with the items that you use. So there's 50 different item combinations in the game. For instance, like a lot of top-down adventure games kind of rely that you have to have like your main attack weapon and then your secondary weapon that you can kind of use. Whereas uh, in my game, you can swap it out like if For instance, you get, like, an axe that can damage, like, armored enemies and stuff like that. And then you get a little snow globe, because I kind of made them items that he would, like, have in his possession, or toys and stuff like that. So you have, like, a snow globe that gives you a little imaginary bubble shield around you that takes damage from your imaginary enemies until it breaks. But if you use them together, then it makes a little axe shield that spins around you and stuff like that. So each item actually has four different uses, depending on what item you equip it with. So it ends up with, like, the ten items you have end up with, like, fifty different ones. Because they have a single use and then four different uses. All the puzzles are basically based off around those item mechanics. And... It wasn't really planned, but it kind of makes it a lot more rewarding because when you find an item, now it can be used with like four other items that you've already had for a while. So it kind of amps up everything exponentially every time you find a new item. Can you talk about the art style a little bit? A lot of games nowadays, especially, it seems like they're getting really pixel-oriented. A lot of pixel art, indie games... And I did pixel art. One of my first games that I did a long time ago was in NIST Stories. So it's like super pixel art, and you do tile sets and stuff like that. And I didn't really enjoy it, because I was kind of constrained by having to do the pixel art animations and stuff like that. And so I really kind of didn't want to be encumbered by that. So I just was like, okay, well, you know, I'll just make it kind of big, bold, and cartoony. I really kind of wanted to feel like you were playing a cartoon. One of my favorite games when I was growing up later on was Earthworm Jim. And it was one of the games that made me actually feel like I was playing a cartoon, like I was sitting down with a Saturday morning cartoon that I could completely control and play. And I wanted to do something that was more like that. The Kickstarter was mainly so I could get kind of uh, animations and audio into the game. I'm pretty good with animations and stuff like that, but I really wanted to kind of do, like, the the bigger animatics and stuff for, like, the beginning and the more story-oriented stuff. And then the audio, I'm not an audio guy, so I really wanted to be able to bring people in that, like, really love to do audio, and that was, like, their passion. Because I think if you get people in that are actually passionate about doing that sort of thing, it'll kind of shine through rather than somebody that just kind of had to do it because they had to. So that's pretty much what the Kickstarter is there for. I honestly had to put the demo up because people were just wanting it, and I thought it would be a good idea, but it was kind of not ready. So I've gotten a lot of good feedback on the Kickstarter page as far as, like, controls go, because before I had it just four-directional. And a lot of people were like, you know, I really wish I could move in eight directions and move diagonally and stuff like that. And I was like, no, yeah, you're probably right. And that was kind of the consensus. So I was like... You know it's kind of nice to get actually like other hands on it that aren't just me because I pretty much was in my own office for seven months just kind of staring at this thing and doing artwork for it so getting people like on kickstarter to actually like play it and give me feedback really helped and so I changed a lot of things over time so I also made it now that you can actually use the mouse to attack with so you can actually use your arrow keys and the mouse to attack and the mouse just basically works as o and p and then you can use the arrow keys to move around and it's Nothing that you have to customize or go into an option setting to change. You can just use one or the other and go back and forth, so you can just kind of do it on the fly. How do you plan to release it and when do you plan to release it? The release date right now is going to be August 14th. Right now it's going to be mainly PC, Mac, and Linux. And then I'm going to do a build for it, which will pretty much export directly to Android tablet and iOS tablet. And then we actually just got accepted into the Wii U development program. Nintendo's making it super easy to get stuff on the Wii U now. So that's going to be another focus after that.